Round one, go. Whoa, what was that? Oh, it's the bell. It's the beginning of the, the, the program and I am awake. I'm ready. I'm uh, feeling good. I'm, I'm uh, okay. I'm not that awake. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> but what do you expect? It's Saturday. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon, uh, probably on my third or fourth cup already of coffee. Yeah, but I'm here with well, you, brother. <laughs> Doug and Marty versus the world. Uh, so I don't know if you uh, have been watching what's going on, but somehow or other, um, this guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, Biden somehow ended up occupying the White House this week. That is weird. It, um, so it's like I have a bad B movie, don't you think? Yeah. Like, no, that's not right. That doesn't fit. Come that's on. not, that's not, I mean, it's elder abuse is what it is. But uh, someone's like, here, grandpa, sign all these papers while they clean out his bank account and sell all his antiques. I'm just, yeah. And his uh, rare coins. Or give him some, uh, I don't know, um, China. Uh, you see the article that China sent? <laughs> give him some China. No, uh, the, the uh, Communist Party of China says, good riddance, Trump. Um, looking forward to, you know, whatever. Looking forward to owning America again. Once again, exactly right. we can just give all your jobs. We want all your jobs over here so we can use slave labor and all that. I, you know, so have you heard about, uh, you probably, you, I don't know if you've checked your email, but you, I reached out to Mike Lindell. I'm trying I to did. get Mike Lindell to come on our program. And he's been in, in uh, demand, but I actually went online this week and I bought a couple of pillows and I got some sheets and I spent a couple of hundred bucks with the guy because his unwavering commitment to election integrity. And he's been spending millions of dollars, Marty, literally to uncover the truth in these different uh, swing states, these dominion machines. Dominion is, is uh, threatening to sue him. And they are, and he's like, bring it. I'm looking forward to let's have a conversation in front of a judge. Mm -hmm. And so they haven't actually gone through with that, but Kohl's bed, bath and beyond and some other uh, big box retailers are now no longer carrying the, my pillow product. And let's see how that works out for them. I have a bed, bath and beyond um, like text thing. Cause I got some presents there for people mm -hmm. this year for Christmas. And I'm like, cancel, you know? Yep. And I'm like, you, we're not shopping there anymore. We're not shopping. And we used to shop at Kohl's all the time. My wife liked Kohl's. You know, no more. Sorry, we don't need to shop from you. And, uh, you know, so let's see how that works out for him. How did that work out for Chick-fil-A, brother? Really, really good. Was that right? a good thing? I and bet Hobby Mike Lobby. Lindell is selling a lot of product direct right off of exactly mypillow.com. Right. Once again, when you, when you as a company and you as a person stand up on virtue and value, you stick to your guns to know what's right. Literally, what was Mike Lindell's sin? His sin was that he was a Trump supporter, that he called into question these anomalies in the elections and said, we need election integrity. And we've seen it, big tech, you know, deplatforming conservatives, Donald Trump, uh, even before he, as he was the commander, the, free, the leader of the free world, as they say, uh, and then other countries go, if they can do that to him, what can they do to us? And we're seeing it across multiple platforms, Facebook and Twitter, is the conservatives, are their voices are being silenced. So we're we finding other them. places. You know? We don't need them. I have uh, many friends that I used to communicate with on Facebook, 
you know, through messenger or whatever. And I thought, Oh, they're not going to get this. <laughs> they're not there anymore. And uh, so I'm having to use like uh, this thing on my phone. It's called um, texting. Have you ever heard oh, of that? I, yeah. I've heard of that. And actually, so, you know what the phone is actually good for too. What's that? Calling people. You mean I, in you know, having a hot. conversation? You mean a conversation, a, vo- a, ver- a, yes, a voice vocal. conversation. <laughs> Weird. Um, you know, I was looking at that verse, that Bible verse uh, about the fig tree. And if you remember, Jesus was walking along and he was hungry and he saw a fig tree and he went up and there was no fruit on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he said, let no one eat fruit from you again. And the thing withered up and died. Now, so one account said it was the next day they went by and saw it. One account said it was immediately. Bottom line was they were all amazed with that. And they said, whoa. And he said, you know, you can do that too. If two or three of you are, are, are agreed concerning anything and what you pray for, I'm going to do it. And then mm-hmm. he said, if two or three of you are gathered together and are agreed. Now that a word agreement is that word symphony or what the word we get symphony from. It doesn't mean that we're all singing the exact same. We're not Johnny one notes. Okay. We are, we're doing chords. We're doing mm-hmm. a chorus of agreement. We're not, we're not, we have that, you know, that's the thing about God. God is not a one note God. God is not, you know, B flat. That's it. No, he's got all the, he's got all the sympathetic chords all the, all the other notes, he's got the symbols up high. He's got the bases down low. That's the kind of prayer God's looking for. He's looking for each of us to pour out our heart and to do it in a way that is in agreement with, with each other. Now you and I, we get together on the, the phone almost daily and just mm-hmm. have a little time of prayer, kind of get, get our day going stuff like that. And I, I think that's great, but you know, it was a lot more powerful when uh, my wife and your wife and you were all together. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's the other part. He said, you know, when you're in agreement, that's one thing, but you also when you're in agreement and you're together and this attack on the church to shut the church down, to shut down the home groups, to shut down the, the bars, to shut down the restaurants, to shut down the coffee shops. This is a, a, an attempt to shut down that togetherness thing. And I'll tell you mm-hmm. that one of the first things that God ever said, the first thing that God ever said wasn't good in the Bible was it's not it's good being alone and to be alone. Right. And so Amen. isolation and, you know, there's a reason why solitary confinement brother is mm-hmm. a punishment, right? That's why yeah. mental health issues are through the roof. That's why people are, are committing suicide at a greater rate. That's why, because we're meant to be together. We're meant to have communion. We're meant to have relationship with God and others. And I just want to say, I'm in where you were about a month ago in the scripture. I'm in Exodus again, where God said, I'm going to make a distinction between my people yep. and everybody else and the Egyptians and the Israelites. So I'm reminded of, of the, that encouragement you had during that point in time. God is going to make a distinction yep. for those that are after his own will and, and those of the world. Right. And, and, and a they, transfer. And they yeah. plundered Egypt. Remember that when they left? Exactly right. They won out. And the people of Egypt actually liked them as well, but gave them freely for, for them to leave, but also blessed them, pillaged them um, when they left. But well, I will say, what you were getting to there, though, about this season, about the fig tree, uh, all throughout there are the plagues and so forth. Uh, God worked through nature 
You know, I thought it was really cool because he brought a west wind in to bring in the locusts. Then he brought an east wind in to blow away the locusts. He brought in, you know, the the rains for this. He he, you know, brought in the thing to dry up the um, the river, the seed to walk across the the dry bed. Yeah, wind, there's things yeah. he does <laughs> all throughout things. Oftentimes it was the next morning or it was the next day because he doesn't go outside of his own law. He is faithful. So he wants to work through us as well to achieve his will on this earth. You know, that is the way God works. So we are his hands and feet. So I just thought that was really encouraging that it, God does not lie. His word does not return void, but there is a way he works through his will. He doesn't go outside of his own will or his own word to get things done. So in the elections, in our earth, he's not going to be supernaturally pick up Biden and go pluck him out and put Trump back there, but he will use the system and the people and us to do the things of his will. I just love it. It's cool. Which is why I went and bought some my pillows because Mike Lindell is on this. Mm-hmm. I hope he says yes and comes on the program. We got to pray. Everybody pray that Mike Lindell can come on Doug and Marty versus the world. I sent him a very nice invite. And uh, for a while there, he was having trouble getting um, press coverage, but mm-hmm. lately everybody wants him because they want to find out if he feels bad about being boycotted. And he actually feels really good about it. So, so like, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to put this out to our listeners because most people don't live in the Puget Sound because we're on a, an ACN across Eastern Washington. I got a request, Doug, today on my campaign phone line um, from a group in Seattle that wants me to be basically a, on a panel debating um, what comes next for the, for the Republican party. You know, is the Republican Party dying or whatever? And and the the person that would be on the other side of the panel, I looked up, is formed a group that was um, they call themselves the Lincoln Republicans, but what they are is anti-Trump Republicans. And so I was like, oh, this might be a setup, but I don't know. What do you think? Should I go and duke it out about you know the party or what? You better pray about that one, bro. I know. Me too. Those. those <laughs> You know, if Lincoln knew what they were doing, he would you know, he'd be like, no, don't be using my name. You know, right. so they can, you know, I think I think uh, the reason they're Lincoln Republicans is because they ain't worth five bucks. But just my my. Uh, well, I'm dumb. Yeah. So well, I we, will say we, we, we the 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 revitalization of the Republican Party, we believe that Trump not only won this election, but he. He won this election in the biggest landslide in the history of America. And this this idea that they can come in and steal and and run these ballots over and over through these machines, stuffing the ballot box is what they used to call that. They'd stuff the ballot box. Mm -hmm. This thing is going to get broken wide open. And uh, I published uh, on my Facebook uh, earlier this week an article that Mario Murillo uh, had written and Mario Murillo in his blog. And you guys should look, you should read Mario Murillo's blog because he is an on fire for Jesus Christian evangelist guy does tent meetings, but he's also commenting on political stuff. And he's got a good biblical Christian perspective on this stuff. But he said the dumbest thing they're doing is this attacking the Trump supporters calling us domestic terrorists, mm-hmm. calling us loons and crazy people and all this right stuff. Wing extremists. And uh, and that and, you know, we're talking probably 80 million, give or take, mm-hmm. could be 85, could be 75 million. But somewhere in between 75 and 80 million Americans and their families 
is a lot of buying power, is a lot of shopping power, is a lot of economic power. And, uh, and we is, might give them, we might cut yes. them a little slack. This is what Mario said. We might cut them a slack, a little bit of slack, but we're going to get fed up with it real quick. Wait, the way we vote, and it's not only in the ballot box, as Doug is saying, we do, we vote with our dollars, we vote for, with our time. So if we're not watching the things that are produced by those that are anti-American, anti-Republican, anti-conservative, anti-family, anti-Trump, then they won't have resources. No one will advertise with them. If we don't shop at stores and do the same thing, like today, no, actually a couple of days ago now, since we pre-record, uh, Jeff Bezos from Amazon sent a letter to the Biden administration. And you get this, Doug, it's interesting. He goes, we're so excited that, you know, we want to help you meet your 100 million people uh, vaccinated within the first 100 days. So we are going to use the entire Amazon apparatus, our, our network, to help fulfill your promise. Where were they when Trump was president? I know they don't like Trump, but if they had the resources to actually get out and deliver this and actually want to help, they didn't want to. They were paying politics for those that are really, really want this. And I'll talk about that later too, about what you should or not, should not take the vaccine. But if you wanted it, Amazon was actually holding back to see if Trump was still president before they offered to help. What do you think about that, Doug? Hmm? That's ugly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, you know, and, and it's interesting to me. Now I have uh, several adult kids and the unwillingness that I'm seeing from these 20 somethings, 30 somethings to buy from Amazon anymore. I, I, I'm seeing that they feel they're feeling manipulated. I had, mm -hmm. I was talking about a new Google app that I thought was kind of cool that, that was uh, something. And, and somebody says, Oh, well, I don't like Google. And so there is a backlash and mm -hmm. it's not just in, you know, uh, older white you know, Trump supporting pickup driving people like Marty. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> I remember when you weren't for Trump. I was a cruiser at first. Was so I, funny. I, after the primary, I was a Trump fan. And then it, oh, man. everything. And then over done. four years, you just really become a fan, right? Because exactly the guy's right. like a man of his word, right? He's an, he's an actual leader. He's an actual, you know, figure out how it works. Get me the right people kind of leader. Problem is. I, we got a huge deep state problem, right? We've got a huge problem with betrayal and other things. You know, the word that I heard uh, a couple of days ago that keeps coming out, this was on the 19th of uh, January. And it was, a, you know, from a prophetic, prophetic guy, I guess it's been on the show. Everybody would probably know him. But he was talking about the thing he kept hearing was, resurrection resurrection mm. and in order for a resurrection to happen a death has got to a happen death. and he was That's good he was like you know everybody was believing that we were going to have marshall and on everybody a lot of people not me i wasn't believing any of that stuff all those internet rumors i kept putting back will you quit sending me these internet rumors about martial law and all this stuff that's going to happen that stuff is not going to happen something's going to happen but right. it's not going to be it's not coming from uh, the direction that we think it is. It's going to be Jesus standing outside a tomb, four days, stinky dead Lazarus. And there we go. And move the stone and they're going to go, no, 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 you can't. The time is up. The time is past. He's, he stinks. 
And I, I will tell you this. He's going to so say, far. Lazarus, come forth. Come and, forth, right. And yeah. they're going to unwrap him. And I mean, we serve a God that does impossible things. And, you know, I honestly, you know, I didn't share this, but weeks ago, I said, I said, Lord, you know, because there's all these voices, voices, yep. voices, voices yep. everywhere. But there's one voice that we need to hear, Marty. We need to hear the voice of the Lord. We need to, we need to have a relationship with him where we can hear what he is saying to us. How are we going to obey him if we don't know what he's asking us to do? And so we need to cultivate that, right? So that the, the, the first Chronicles uh, uh, admonition, right? If my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and what? Seek my face. Mm-hmm. And turn from their wicked ways. I'll tell you, uh, one of the main reasons people don't seek the face of God is because they got wicked ways in their life and they're ashamed of something. Okay, look, we're all ashamed. We all feel the shame of our fa- our shortfalls, right? Because we right. all fall short. So right. that's okay. Bring it to him anyway. Hey, I'm struggling with this. I got yes. this problem. Bring it to him. And Seek his face with it, and then you can turn. It's be, it becomes very easy in his now, presence. The, but if the, we hear anyway, I wanted to share the word. I'm not got off. Okay, okay. I felt like the Lord told me He was going to crush America. I didn't like to share that. I had all these prophetic friends. Oh, Trump's gonna, you know, declare martial law, and we're gonna get all this evidence and everything else. And I heard the Lord say that he wanted to crush America. But then I was like, well, really, Lord, I thought you loved America. And he's like, I do love America, but how else can I get the wine out? How can I get the wine out of the grape? Right. And so we're going to look back and we're going to take a sip of 20, you know, vintage uh, 2020 and vintage 2021. And we're going to go, man, that is some sweet wine. What did God do to the church? What did God do to us? We need We need a little crushing. We need that discipline. You know, God's discipline isn't a sign that he's mad at us. It's a sign that he loves us. We discipline our kids, Marty, to save their lives. We discipline our kids because we love them and because we want them to grow up and do well and things like that. And and the Bible very specifically says God disciplines his sons and no chastening seems good at the time. You know, we don't hear a lot of preaching about the chasing of God, brother, but we are living it right now. <laughs> We're living it. Oh, God, please. I'm now, sorry. I will. I, I will seek your face. <laughs> in many ways, uh, as Doug was saying, the scripture is very clear about discipline. God disciplines those he loves. Yeah. Whether this is discipline from God or not, that it really obviously this one of those things where we know. As a nation, we need to return back to God. As we know that we've got a church that there's some great churches, but there's also a whole lot of churches that just go along to get along, that allow themselves to be shut down, that don't want to preach Romans 8 or Romans 1, or they want to stay away from the same-sex marriage. They want to stay away from abortion. Well, this is the Word of God. You know, does God want us to be lukewarm? No, he said lukewarm, he spits you out of his mouth. So the the church really has to own up to the fact that we've not been engaged in the battle. We're not speaking the truth. The truth doesn't change. It's the same yesterday as today as as tomorrow. And to Doug's point, we don't know. And I'm one of those people too that just wanted to believe, wanted that that God was going to do something using something. And so I would spend my time, uh, what's the next video? What's the next uh, rumor? What's the next story? <laughs> you know, and I know many of us are out there as well. And, and you get caught up in that. And finally, I said, I got to turn it off. I, I just, Lord, I trust you. 
whatever you're going to do, you're going to do. And that's where we come to. It's like, because we know God's a big God. We know God has our best interests in mind. We just don't know what that looks like. And so I still believe there's a way. I still believe that God's going to move in a way to save this nation. But there are some things that we're going to talk about tonight on the show about what actually we see happening in D.C. and Olympia right now that you need to be aware of. It's not to discourage you. It's to encourage you that we're in the fight. We're still alive. God's still got purpose for us. And maybe this is to expose those friends that maybe rejected God and maybe rejected the conservative message and said, no, we want more of this. And now they're getting more of this. And, and we hate to see our neighbors suffer. And yet sometimes that's what takes it, uh, it takes for them to come to Christ and say, I for, please forgive me. I was wrong, right? It's the hardest thing for us to say is, I was wrong. Um, but God loves it. And to Doug's point, the enemy, the devil, right, through his minions and demons, come to kill, kill, and, and, and devour, right? Yep. The whole idea here. Steal, kill, yeah. and destroy. Hey, yeah, exactly. Steal, kill, and destroy. But the, the enemy is the accuser of the brethren. Yeah. Okay. When you're feeling condemned that you, you can't come before God because you've done this or you've fallen short, it's not God doing that. That's the enemy. Rebuke the enemy. Come before the Lord. The, the Lord convicts you that we've fallen short, that he's got mercy for us, that as we come before him and confess our sins, he's faithful to forgive them. And then as we draw near to God, he said he promises to draw near to us. And then we reject the enemy and he flees from us. We're powerful. We're not weak. You know, so it's not about being uh, condemned or weakened. It's about, okay, Lord, where am I? Where have I fallen short? Set my feet on the right path again so I can go forth and take ground for your kingdom. So just echoing what Doug said is fantastic. I don't know. You know, I, I didn't hear the word about uh, crushing because I don't like the sound of crushing. I didn't like. Either. I didn't like it either. I was but like, but the okay, point is, Lord. we don't have to like it. And the point is, and for there's, all there's a there's a verse in the Bible that I read just the other day, Marty, in Matthew, where Jesus. Uh, no, maybe it wasn't in Matthew. Anyway, it talks about the rock, that he's the rock. Whoever falls on this stone will be broken. And but whoever the stone falls on will be crushed into powder. So I think there is a a breaking that has to come. I mean, we have to mm-hmm. we have to be broken. And there's a there's that that thing in the in the Bible that talks about everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And God doesn't like idols. You know, no. he doesn't like idols. And, you know, frankly, um, we had to be really careful with the Trump thing because we mm-hmm. like we became fans. But, you know, Trump is not Jesus. Trump is no, not I, the savior. No. And so there too, there was a word by um, Lance Wallnow as well about, about that, about being this this seductive nature of these rumors and the Q and all that kind of stuff because we put our hope in Jesus, but we put our hope also in a man, you know, because he has advocated for what we wanted as a body. I mean, when it comes to moving the the uh, the embassy to Jerusalem, to being pro life, to speaking of the pro life, all the things that we admire from a man standpoint, like you said, when we take our eyes upon off the person who sent the person, we're in trouble. It may, it may be idol worship. To isn't your point, it, isn't it interesting yeah. how, you know, if you just look at the stuff the guy did, all that all that rumor under the cover, you know, people are going to be perp walked and wearing orange and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, I have to admit, and I've heard you say this too. When is somebody going to be like James right. Comey running around free? James Clapper, you know, running around free. Hillary Clinton, 
for crying out loud, you know, Hillary Clinton is, you know, people that cross her end up killing themselves for some strange mm-hmm. reason. They right. commit suicide a lot. And, you know, that's what I was saying. It <laughs> Anyway, I well, said but, something about, you know, Biden's days are numbered and my wife got really unhappy with me. And I said, that's, well, you know, it's uh, not going to come from the right. No, it's going to come from the left. <laughs> but we, we understand. It's be like, and we're not being prophetic in that. We are seeing no, the and we're, history we of pray things. for the guy. We want, we want yeah. God to protect him and all that. And we want God to save those people. Right. Exactly so, right. so, but, but at the same time, we don't have to accept this. We don't have right. to accept evil that the, these, we talked about before we went on the radio, we talked about all these executive orders, right. That have been coming down. It seems like they're weapons formed yeah. against us. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And I love that. This idea, one point I wanted to finish off making on that though, too, is the seductive nature. Scripture says that prior to Jesus coming back, there'll be wars and rumors of wars. And what we're seeing immediately now is disruption over in Iran, Iraq, over in China, over North Korea, right? Immediately the day after the election. It says that we're going to have uh, people that say Jesus is over there. We're hearing things about the, the Christ here and Christ there. So we've got to be careful that we, as Doug said, we, we understand the Lord's voice and we know the Lord's voice and listen to no other voice but his voice. I think it's going so, to be critical, brother. Critical. 100% agree. So on that, I got some, I got some things I want to share, brother. Um, some, fa- some facts that come out I this week. I can't that, wait. I know, I know. Um, but one of the things, before we get off on that, uh, this one last thing on Trump, before I go into the facts of what, I know you know most of this stuff, but some of you don't know. It's actually inside information I wanted to share with our audience. So they're on the inside about COVID and the vaccines and so forth. But did you see there's a state rep in Florida, brother, it reminds me of our, uh, you know, some of our friends up here, whether it be Matt Shea or Jesse Young or whatever, right? Um, Florida is Trump country. Uh, Trump moved to Florida. Uh, they He won by 30 points in some counties in Florida. Um, so the state rep has proposed a bill that has been signed on and the co-sponsor as well. There's a good chance it might pass. They want to name I-27, which goes all the way from the tip of Florida in the south, all the way to the tip of Florida and the top of the state, all across the state, Trump Highway. What do you think? You know, you want to honor a man for being president. It's very soon, but literally the day after his presidency, they want to name a highway after him. You want to That's have a awesome. Bathroom, right? Yeah. Oh, are you kidding? That'd be great. Got to do something. I mean, the guy doesn't have anything named after him. No hotels, golf courses, right, 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 anything like that. So and, and I think so it'd be the, great. Uh, hilarious. It would have to imagine? be a very high quality highway, and it also would need to be huge. Huge. And, and someone asked you about would it have big Trump signs along the way? And we go, well, of course, right? He might even pitch in some to put his names up. Who knows? I'm just, I'm just Josh, and I'm just having some fun over here. Okay, that's, that's a great idea. Let's do it in Washington. I'll, I'll, right? I'll, no way. Jesse Young can propose it here. Trump, turn I five into Trump Highway. I think that'd be great. <laughs> I know okay. it would probably be better in the eastern side of the state. So you saw the executive orders that, that when the, the very first thing, first of all, before the executive orders, before the ink on him swearing in, if there's any ink for signing, I don't know, I don't probably, any swears, whatever. Probably some kind of contract. Could be contract as um, the incoming president, he fires his first person. You see that? He, he fired the, uh, the Surgeon General. Okay. The Surgeon General is a man of color. But that was the first person he walked up to and enforced his resignation 
on the day of the nomination. No one else has got fired yet, but he fired him first. What's up with that? You know, it's like, he doesn't like, he doesn't like colored people. I, like, I don't know. I mean, just, it was just like, what? And then he goes off and he uh, signs us back up, reverses Trump's thing to get us back into the Paris Accords, which we know was bad for America, right? He's stopped um, the XL pipeline, which means immediately they said today, on day two, 52,000 jobs were terminated today by one stroke of the pen. But, and so I'm getting there for a second, though. So you think, OK, so one pipeline's gone. What does that do for oil production and refinery in the U.S.? That, now, right? that comes from Canada. So I'm sure that made Canada real happy. Well, I know, but it's also jobs here in America as well, right? right? But I mean, I know Canada's not super happy about, hey, we were going to get our oil pipe down to, to, to Houston refineries, right? Isn't that what right? Exactly for? right. Yep. So now also in our state, at the state legislative level, they're pushing a, a, a House bill and a Senate bill to increase our gas tax by 50 cents a gallon. So we'll have a dollar a gallon tax on every gallon of gas sold in the state. So now look, in conjunction, you have a reduction of oil um, production, right? Less supply. You have more burdens on the, uh, the gas you buy, the refined oil you buy. All it's gonna do is drive gas prices through the roof as well, if this continues, the Paris Climate Accords shut down, uh, and they shut down all the um, Alaska areas for oil production as well. And they're trying to limit any new oil exploration in the U.S. In the first day, that we were the we were energy independent for the first time under Trump's presidency. That's why gas prices where they are. That's why we're competitive against Russia and China because we had oil of our own. We didn't have to depend on OPEC and the Middle East and the unrest over there as much. This is well. I've I've got a I've got a solution. What's that? I've got a solution. And now hear me out. Okay. Windmill cars. Windmill cars, brother. You need to add a rubber band though. You need a big rubber band to wind up that windmill. <laughs> <laughs> then we're good. Only. If it flies, if the rubber band, so the car can like hop over the traffic or something. I well, think yeah, exactly. You need know, some yeah. serious springs, though. So that'd be good for this, the uh, coil spring industry. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm down. Windmill cars. Okay. And then the um, well, last thing on Biden, I don't want to talk about this, this incoming administration <laughs> anymore. Um, but masks on all federal property. We saw a few years ago this really crazy, um, you've seen the critical race theory being pushed on our kids. Uh, it came out of the 1619 Project, which is this phony baloney thing which that America lie. was founded upon yeah. slavery in 1619. It's a lie. But our kids aren't being taught American history, civics, the Constitution. And so Trump put in the 1776 uh, Convention, the project to teach our kids our founding documents, teach our kids the founding articles, teach our kids the Constitution. And that was the next thing Biden did was reverse that and cancel the 1776 project and uh reinstituted the 1619 project so um you're just trying to our, make me mad aren't you brother you're just trying to get me upset again no this is one of those things where this news, these elections matter news we know this what? can you give me sports and weather later because the news is not <laughs> if if though you know we've we've seen this before orwell said it right if you control the past right you control the present but you can control the future right you change the history 
You know, if what they're trying to rewrite history with these monuments and whatever, I'm saying they, and we've seen it. We had a small reprieve. What are we as the body of Christ? What are we as business going to do about this? We've got to pay attention in those arenas like politics, or this will continue to keep on happening. Okay, Doug, how many, what, what I have numbers. Want? What do you want? Washington numbers. Because you know it's all, numbers. it's all COVID, right? So COVID, I thought it was COVID, three COVID. cents a gallon on the ga- on the Washington gas tax, which is outrageous. So now it's up to more than the current gas tax. So more than doubling the current gas tax. Correct. Hmm. Correct. 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 So no wonder they have numbers. a fence around the Capitol building, brother, and National yeah. Guardsmen, because people they had would a moment of silence. With, they would yes. have, they would be down there with torches and pitchforks. <laughs> Indeed. So. Um, nationwide, they had a moment of silence for the 400,000 Americans that passed away uh, somehow related to COVID. Whether those numbers are right or not, if they had comorbidities, whatever. I wanted to know what the numbers are in Washington State, right? Well, even more so, since um, the numbers, uh, there were 4,400 people that um, claimed through and uh, made a claim on LNI that they had COVID, right? Work related to COVID. Of those, about 1,400 remained that actually were got COVID at work somewhere, essential workers. For when you think about a state of seven and a half million people, that's not that many. But get this, this is just new. This is inside information. Um, there are uh, 180 people that are have claimed a um, injury due to receiving the COVID vaccine. So we're seeing more and more articles of side effects and things and healthcare workers getting really, really sick after getting the vaccine. Now, some people will have a reaction to any vaccine, but when you have a, a large number, and when you have um, 180 in the short period of time they got the vaccine, they're now doing an, an LNI claim, um, there's an issue, you know? And so um, some things about rushing to, to um, the, the market may be good, but there's some concern for those that have concerns. So if you have allergies, if you have a, some kind of uh, immune response system, I would recommend not doing it. Talk to your doctor uh, first because uh, the contraindications in most of the places around Europe as well that have this vaccine saying, if you have any of these things, don't take it. And so we don't know if these complications are coming from that, but people are having reactions and sometimes severe reactions to the vaccine itself. So we want are you to be just, safe. Uh, are you just fear mongering, brother? Is I'm not. I, that's why I'm, te- I'm, I'm speaking facts here. So if you want okay. to, Please do so, but these are facts that there are, there's some issues. So uh, if you are healthy or not healthy, but are healthy and you're not have any, any kind of underlying conditions, then go for it um, and let us know how, how it goes. But well, if, if you're healthy without underlying conditions, you know, you shouldn't be afraid right. of COVID anyway. I mean, why are we afraid anyway? Right. I mean, right. even if we die, we're supposed to go to heaven. It's supposed to be a good thing. Right. So walking around in fear, you know, it's almost like this spirit of fear. Uh, is being released from the media. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, Bob Jones uh, died a few years ago, but Bob Jones, uh, what he said was the biggest terrorist organization in America is the news media because that's what they 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 market that. Mm-hmm. It's like you know you know fifty people died in a crash. News at eleven, right? It was that mm-hmm. that old thing, and you know, hang on for the break, you know, because with some terrible up here, and you know, if it bleeds, it leads. That was the 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 news motto. It still is, mm-hmm. and if you if you base your whole worldview on what's coming off of uh, the big news uh, outlets, uh, everything's bad. Mm-hmm. 
And so uh, it's been interesting, but I've been kind of on a news fast. I don't really, uh, I, you know, me, I used to just like, man, I was on the news all the time. Love Tucker Carlson and different things like that. And even Tucker, I really, I think I've watched maybe two or three of Tucker's monologues on YouTube uh, day after stuff since November 3rd. Okay. So, wow. I mean, we're talking about taking it easy. Now I'm not, I am getting news, but I'm getting news from like the victory channel, the Kenneth Copeland uh, mm -hmm. channel, flashpoint. I'm getting, I'm getting updates from uh, people that I trust uh, Oak initiative, for example, mm -hmm. remember you and I've been members of Oak initiative now for several years, a uh, great solid Christian organization. And now they're actually looking at putting out a news, uh, a news source, and mm -hmm. they have the resources to do that. And they're, uh, if people are interested in that, you should probably go just Google, you don't have to Google, duck, duck, go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oak initiative. Um, see how Google got in there. We, we mm -hmm. don't look up stuff or look this up on the internet. We say, go Google stuff. Right. And uh, that was, that's an insidious thing. So duck, duck, go uh, search for the Oak initiative. And, and if you're interested in doing, uh, you know, um, news type, being a reporter and stuff like that, they're going to help people do that. And they're looking for people with integrity and people that can do that. You know, Marty and I, uh, we're, we are, uh, uh, you know, seasoned radio guys, but we didn't start out this way. We started out by taking the first step and getting the show. We started out not being that great. Okay. And as, over time, as you get better with stuff and you start to think about that and you, Hey, what am I, I've got an hour, I've got a half hour, I've got a 15 minute segment or whatever. You start to be able to time that stuff. You start to be able to, to do these things. So, you know, we want to encourage you as you listen to this program that maybe you're called, you know, you might like, wow, I really like Doug and Marty, but maybe you're called to do this. Mm -hmm. And, um, and there's, there's going to be a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of, you know, with this parlor situation, right? Amazon won in court. They don't have to provide parlor services, right? And then other server companies aren't wanting to do it. So we need Christian server farms. We need, mm -hmm. and I, and I actually met earlier this week with, uh, uh, a gentleman that I know who is very, uh, very solid conservative guy and uh, very technologically aware. And he has ideas and on how to have uh, these open networks and, and the servers. And I said, how much is this going to cost? And he's like, it's not going to cost very much money. And I'm like, Oh, well, I like the sound of that. Right. right? Because on, I thought, how are we going to raise, you know, billions, trillions of dollars. Um, and so we're going to have to have our own conservative infrastructure and, and we're just going to have to tell those guys to go take a fly and leap. All 85 million of us are just going to say goodbye. You know, I'm not, I mean, I have Twitter, right? I have it. And every now and then, once in a blue moon, I'll post something on Twitter. And, and now once in a blue moon, I might go look at Twitter, but all the people that I used to like to watch on Twitter aren't there anymore. So it's kind of like whatever. So there's always going to be information available. But um, as we as we move forward and, you know, the other thing I'm thinking about, Marty, is even though there's huge election fraud going on, particularly in the presidential race, this stuff is going to come out. We got to keep praying for that. You and I have been praying for that now for since last year. We've been saying, hey, expose the election fraud. I didn't right. expect to get it exposed like this. I was hoping it was just going to be King County and find the boxes of ballots or something. But, you know, we God's doing what he's doing. And, but um, I think that, I don't think the election fraud is good enough 
to go down to these smaller races that we're having this year. So there's going to be school board races. There's going to be city council races. There's going to be county councils. We got a King County council races over here in, on the, the West side, the huge, huge people need to run. People yeah. need to file school board is big. We need every Christian we can to run for school board and win. So you can turn back this teaching our kids how to be perverts stuff that's coming down from the state. The state has no right to tell the local school district what to do. The state, you know, the state patrol and all these stuff, they have very specific, you know, we have local control over our schools. That was something that that the founders wanted. That's in our constitution, in our, our state constitution. And this idea, see, what they're doing, a lot of the stuff they're doing, shutting down churches, shutting down our businesses, this stuff's unconstitutional, right? Yes, it is. And they say, yep. oh, we have an emergency, which we can do this. But yeah, well, the emergency that just goes on and on and on and on and on for the rest of our lives forever. Exactly right. I, I actually spoke and I want to shout out there's the people that are listening that probably weren't there, but there were some people that came over from Eastern Washington. But I, I went down to Napa Vine uh, down in Lewis County um, to speak at the city hall there. And the reason I was invited down was they had a, a um, volunteer, I guess is the appointed um, planning committee. They've been meeting in the parking lot for a month and a half dealing with the citizens, people that want to actually build property, want to get a permit for their, their house, want to do something for their family. Uh, the mayor had said no, because of COVID, we're keeping the office shut. And so we were there to implore this mayor that the people the city, they're not getting any revenue and, and they're not being able allowed to function and you can open up the building and be, do social distancing and so forth. But that was just it. They're, they're using fear to, to justify a removal of your rights. And I've asked you this before. If we have rights that we don't are, aren't allowed to use or exercise, do we really have rights? We may have a paper and say we have rights. But unless we can use them, if someone tells us we can have our freedom of speech, but only in this square over here across the street, is that really freedom of speech? It's uh, funny how that you can't get the permit, but because that that's closed, but the enforcement stays open. Brother. Correct. Yes. You know, and so, so this enforcement can be open. Why can't the permit office be open, brother? So we've got to hold on to. Well, God says, but we also have to hold on to our, our founding documents that says these rights come from God. And government's there to protect them. And when government doesn't protect them and tries to take them away, we need to replace those in government. So yep. that's what we're doing. Yep. So uh, run for office. It's not that hard. Anybody can file. Typically, your filing is done with your county, right? Mm -hmm. So you're right. County, county auditor. And uh, and you can check in with your party. Uh, you know, you have a county party. Uh, big shout out to Joshua Freed, the, the chair of the um uh, King County Republican Party just recently elected. Uh, you know, you and I know Joshua, and uh, he just put out a statement that basically told mainstreamers to either get it together or change their name, drop Republican <laughs> from their. I, name. I know, I know. I great. mean, that's courage, brother. He's a, he's going to be a one-termer, but uh, it'll be good. <laughs> so, I've, on that note, before we go too far, since we are across Eastern Washington on the ACN network, our good buddy Dave Dormeyer is the state committee man for Grant County. Over there with Danny Stone. We love it. We know that Clint Didier, a good friend of the show as well, is the committee man over there. Not the committee man, but the chairman over in Franklin County. Mm -hmm. We've got some really good friends filling these different positions in the party. I'm really hopeful. And Franklin County has been really good at pushing back off these governor's uh, illegal, right. unconstitutional mandates. Um, 
of course, you know, you and I got run off the Capitol campus and there's a, you know, a lawsuit pending on that and stuff like that. We have to, we have to be able to, uh, you know, just acknowledge these guys They like you said, they're, they're stepping up and doing it. And I just want to talk to the listeners. You guys can do this too. You know, the reason we're in the situation we're in is because at some point, you know, for the last few decades, we've said, oh, politics is not the realm of the church. That's mm-hmm. that's completely wrong. I mean, the Bible's full of kings and governors and judges. And <laughs> I mean, there's an entire book called Judges, brother. There's mm-hmm. two books, big ones called Kings in the Bible. Yeah. Are you kidding me? There's a book. There is a book in the Bible called Romans. Brother, the Roman Empire was in charge during mm-hmm. that time. They wrote a whole book in the Bible and named it Rome. Look, politics is in the Bible, people. And and this nation, the United States of America, is we are in control. We are the sovereign in this country. And so we, you know, and they're afraid of the people. Again, this Mario Murillo article the other day was pretty good. He said uh, they came to Jesus and they said, um, by what authority do you do this? And Jesus said, well, uh, I'll, I'll answer you if you tell me this. What by what authority did John do baptisms? And they were like, oh, uh, 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 uh. And it says they were afraid of the people lest they should be stoned. And so, you know, these rulers recognize that their control is a control of voluntary compliance by the by the public. Even Pilate, when he was judging Jesus, was afraid of that crowd. Like, oh, yeah, well, Rome could come in here and put that thing down, but I'll still be dead. (laughs) Two things. One, this Constitution said the government is instituted by the consent of the governed, meaning they only have power we give them. And number two, a very biblical, deep-rooted thing from Bugs Life, when when the grasshopper (laughs) was talking and says, when these ants realize that they're 101, our very way of life will be destroyed. The idea is through fear and intimidation, we outnumber them. We have the resources. Like Doug said, we're more than 80 million people nationwide. It's time to not give them our consent anymore and to demand our nation back. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And we we can do it. Um, It all starts with, you know, starting it all starts with doing it mm-hmm. and and we can do this and uh marty and i run for office it's not that hard i mean it's hard the way marty does it but uh <laughs> for everybody else it's not that hard okay running for office is is a commitment yes but we can't we can't win a fight we don't fight i talked to matt shea uh last week matt and i had a chance and we went to church together and it was a big, uh, a big Slavic convention over here on this side. And uh, Matt's been a supporter and traveled the world with some of these people and stuff. And he, it was just really great. We, we have a, a we have a, 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 a friend in common and we didn't even know we had this friend in common and this friend had invited me to come and he was like, well, I know Doug Bassler. And so, um, but Matt and I were talking and, and I said, I don't like to lose. And Matt says, I don't like to lose either. And I said, you know, we, we need to, we need to be Martin Luther King Jr. We need to be Gandhi. We need to do this nonviolent resist. We're not taking it. He looked at me and he said, we need to take the field. Mm-hmm. People are not fighting. They're yep. hiding out in their basement. They're hiding. They're just waiting for the storm to blow over people. This is not a storm. This is an invasion. This is a takedown of America. This is an invasion, a storm 
you handle by batting down the hatches, hide yourself until the storm blows over. This is not a storm. This is a plan. It's insidious. And the communists, the, the socialists, the, the, the AOC, Sandy Cortez, as uh, Tucker Carlson calls her, uh, <laughs> you know, from the suburbs, who's now trying to be an oppressed minority, uh, who was not raised that way, who's a liar. She's a liar misrepresenting her, her own history, her own self. She and Bernie Sanders, who had his honeymoon in the Soviet Union. Right. Uh, these people are not looking out for what's best for you and for America. And, uh, you know, Lance Walnaut came out, you mentioned Lance earlier, mm -hmm. and he said, what would you rather have? Because this is going to determine something. What would you rather have? Would you rather have kids that are safe or kids that are strong? Because if you want kids that are safe and you protect them and you don't ever let anything happen to them, they will be weak. Mm -hmm. They will be, we, they are not going to know how they will be crybabies, and they're going to run to mama. And, but if you let them do chores and work and face adversity and things like that. And he, by the way, is a good, good father. Cause I've heard the song. <laughs> He's going to have a church that is strong. That yes. is, that is bold, that can take adversity. And we have lately, we have just taken all of that stuff out of the Bible you know, when, when James and John, Peter, James and John, they heal the cripple, they get in front of the Sanhedrin, which was the Supreme Court of mm -hmm. their day. And they said, we told you not to, to preach in this man's name. And they said, you, you decide which is better to obey you or obey God. That's and right. they said, we will obey God. Mm -hmm. And to the point where uh, Peter was cruci uh, crucified upside down. John was boiled in oil. He, 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 he uh, survived it somehow. Uh, and James was put to death by Herod. I mean, these people were willing to give their actual lives. You know, we try to make everything a metaphor because we're Americans and we're wussies. Okay. We're, we're weak. And I have to admit myself, I get a little bit intimidated. I get, you know, I don't like, you know, I don't mind laying my life down if it doesn't hurt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'm afraid that it might hurt, right? Getting martyred might hurt, you know, but yet it probably will. what if, what if God is, what if Jesus is actually is asking us to lay down our actual life, our real, if, if, you know, not some metaphoric life of, gee, I won't eat popcorn on Tuesday nights or whatever, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, so that's like, that's my cross to bear. I got to take up my cross. I'm not going to have sugar this week <laughs> or whatever. You know, I mean, that's, that's how ridiculous we've gotten, right? Uh, because it was so easy. But now it's not going to be easy anymore. Now the government is coming after us. They've already shut down our churches. They've told us we can't sing. They've told us we can't have home groups. They've told us we can't gather. And then you have heroes of the faith out there like Sean Foyt having these concerts, still having them around the country. And, and people are at our side wants to attack him because of his courage. And, like the uh, crabs, right? Yep, yep. 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 Joshua 24, 15, we know that Joshua said, I don't know about you, but as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. And what does that look like? 
I, I think that there's such an image, and maybe it's to just Doug and I, but it's not. I think it's a time not only of courage, but when we talk about Christian warriors, talking about taking ground, God talked about this, uh, iron sharpening iron. This is an idea that, you know, I get the picture. First, it's amazing grace because God is so good. You know, he saved a wretch like me. Then it's onward Christian shoulder. Then it's the saints go marching in. The saints need to start marching in, engaging in every uh, sphere, every influence, and making the world a better place, right? Advocating for our kids. Yeah, basically going after those that would uh, sex traffic and pedophile our kids, uh, saying you will not do this in our place. You will not pass laws that are in front of God. You will not attack our family. You will not put extra burdens or have uneven scales. These are things that God detests. And so as Christians, we're going to stand up against that. You know, and that's that, that resiliency, that iron will, that say, I know the Lord, I hear his voice, and I'm going to do his will. You know, and I think that's where we're getting to uh, as a body, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. And 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 it's um, it's going to be a lot more of that distinction that you talked mm-hmm. about when we let off the program today. And you were talking about God's going to make a distinction between Goshen, where the Israelites lived, and Egypt, where the where the slave owners lived. And right now, um, Jay Inslee and Joe Biden and these others like this are offering us a gilded cage. They're offering us a, a, a yoke of slavery, a yoke of bondage, if we'll just get along to go along. And unfortunately, we've had a, a class of pastors who've not had that apostolic anointing to, to preach the whole, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. And this stuff is in the Bible, in Hebrews chapter 11. It talks about people who got this and got that by faith, but it also talked about people who got sawed in two, brother. I bet that hurts. Did you watch, uh, what was that one uh, Scottish movie with Mel Brooks? Yeah, Braveheart. Yeah, they yeah. disemboweled him yep. in, the, in the movie, right? And that, mm-hmm. that looked like it, and the crowd started yelling, mercy, mercy. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, mercy, kill the dude, right? right? Don't make him, it looked like it hurt, brother. One anyway, more thing. What are wanna... we going to do? Right. What, are we going to do, are we going to say, I've decided to follow Jesus or, whoa, that's too much. But I'm telling you, what is the alternative to following Jesus is not good. It is not depart from me, workers of iniquity. I'll have no pleasure in him who draws back his hand. You know, don't be like that person. He said, whoever look, who starts to plow and looks back isn't fit to serve me. Whoever's ashamed of me and my words in this sinful, adulterous yep. day, in this generation, I'll be ashamed of him. And so it's going to cost you something. Now, the funny thing is, it's always cost me something. So mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, whatever. I, you know, playing a Christian rock band in the, in the 1980s, the church hated us. They hated yep. us. You're outside the norm. You're uncomfortable. You and, push, the, push the envelope. And, and the people that really knew me, though, you know, I, you know, you watched a greatest showman and remember when she right. said, you don't need everybody to love you. And that's how I lived in the 80s and 90s. Right. Was I didn't need everybody to love me. My family loved me and people that really knew the Lord and were on fire for God. They love me. And I didn't worry about everybody else. And that's what we've got to have. We have to have the approval of the father. You know, when right. you hear the Lord say, I'm well pleased with you. I've been, I've been having street church down in Olympia with the homeless people the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Last week I come home, brother, I was trying to tell my wife what happened. I was laying hands on the sick. I was hugging homeless people. Homeless people were receiving the Lord 
while I Amen. preached and played guitar, brother, I could, I started bawling. I just started crying. And she's like, I want to hug you. <laughs> I fallen in love with the love gospel it. and with, with people that, you know, they are royalty. Those mm-hmm. homeless people that we despise and we look down on, they are royalty. They are people that Jesus gave his life for. Mm-hmm. Time to find. I want to end with this, Doug. I saw something in Exodus that really moved me today. I know you'll like this. He talked about that he was telling the fathers of the kids before the Passover that to tell their kids and their grandkids of how of the glory of God. It's it's three generations. We should be so bold in our witness of God that our grandkids can tell their grandkids. That's, that's the idea. We're supposed to pass on this obedience to relationship with and the knowledge of how good God is to our kids and grandkids. I tell you, yeah. I, I was having... <laughs> <laughs> I was just driving along the other day in the car and uh, talking to my, my son, who's, you know, in his thirties and him and I do a lot of stuff together, ride motorcycles and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, son, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to change the world. It's, it's my way. <laughs> and he's like, I'm proud of you, dad. You know, I mean, that's awesome. We, we've got to, we've got to just try to change the world and in in do our way. And again, it's that symphony, right? Not everybody's a Doug or a Marty or that, but we're all something and we need to play the instrument that God gives us. Amen. 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 I love it. Well, that's it for today, but we'll be back next week. I promise. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon, Doug and Marty versus the world. God bless and God bless America. <laughs>